On today's show, Volkswagen owners in the U.S. will get anywhere from a grand to $7,000. Jeep hits the jackpot selling wooden crates. And Chinese car buyers are increasingly buying Chinese car brands. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for June 24th of 2016. Back on February 8th of this year, we predicted that Volkswagen would be fined somewhere between $9 billion and $12 billion in the United States. Now Bloomberg is reporting that VW will be slapped with a fine of $10.2 billion, which fits right in with our prediction. Owners will reportedly get a cash payment of $1,000 to $7,000, depending on the age and condition of their car. And because some of the cars cannot be fixed, VW will also pay for a program to offset pollution. Of course, this is not the end of VW's problems. There are still a lot of lawsuits that will probably bedevil the company for years to come. What's the most important auto show in the world? Well, according to the organizers of the auto show in Detroit, they get more media coverage around the world than anyone else. Their data demonstrates the North American International Auto Show got more coverage than the shows in Frankfurt, Beijing, Geneva, and Shanghai. Now, there are some caveats. This measure shows in 2015 and 2016 and the media coverage they got that explicitly mentioned new car debuts and the auto shows where they were unveiled. And it only looks at the first full week of coverage of those shows. The data also demonstrates that the shows in New York, CES, LA, Tokyo, and Chicago lag well behind. Here's another reason why we should welcome the hydrogen economy. Besides eliminating emissions, fuel cell cars could be easy on your wallet. The head of GM's fuel cell program, Charlie Fries, tells Ward's Auto that if the stars align properly, hydrogen fuel could cost the equivalent of 50 cents a gallon. But he says industry, government, and utility companies need to commit to large-scale production to get to that price. And in related news, GM teamed up with the U.S. Navy to develop miniature submarine drones powered by fuel cells. The Naval Research Laboratory just finished tests with a prototype at the Naval Surface Warfare Center in Carter Rock, Maryland. The Navy is interested in the technology because of its reliability, high energy, and cost-effectiveness. Still to come, one of the hottest selling items on Jeep's website. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. We see vehicles that do some pretty amazing stuff in movies and commercials, but it can be very difficult to get an exotic supercar to a photo shoot. But this is where the Blackbird steps in. Created by a company named The Mill, it's a fully adjustable rig that can extend its length up to four feet and its width by 10 inches to mimic the size of almost any kind of vehicle. CGI can put nearly any body on the Blackbird and its electric motors can be programmed to drive like almost any car. It's also able to create a virtual world of the environment it's driving in using 3D laser scanning and high dynamic range imagery. 
You know, I'd be willing to bet that Jeeps are some of the most heavily modified vehicles in the world, and that's one of the reasons why its brand has its own performance parts division. It works with companies like Fox and Dana to come up with custom-tuned shocks and axles. It also develops its own parts, too. Here are some fender flares it offers for Wranglers that allow customers to stick on 35-inch tires without a suspension lift. But just to drive home how fanatical Jeep fans can be, I learned yesterday that the crates these parts come in have become so popular, you can now buy empty ones on the Jeep website for $200. People are snapping them up. Those are more than just wooden crates. The graphic and look were actually created by the Jeep design staff and their design to fit in the back of any Jeep. The new Porsche Panamera makes its official debut next week, but images of the 2017 model just leaked out. As you can see, the styling is similar to the current model, but it's not as awkward looking. The new Panamera can't come soon enough for Porsche. Through the first five months of the year, sales in the U.S. are down nearly 18%. Coming up next, why foreign automakers better be worried about what Chinese consumers are starting to buy. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Car buyers in China love foreign brands, but that's starting to change, especially when it comes to SUVs. On AutoLine this week, we're joined by three Chinese automotive experts, and they explain why foreign car companies should be very concerned. Sensational growth in SUVs might suggest to the audience that, hey, this is mana from heaven for North American We're the home of SUVs. We do SUVs better than anyone else. Caution, it's the Chinese who are growing the most. And if you look at how China's- The Chinese uh, domestic automakers. Domestic automakers are having a sensational growth spurt in SUVs. Now, why is that important? Because in the past, Chinese dominated truck and bus segment. You, there are no foreign players when it comes to trucks and buses here. Chinese private buyers always liked global brands and the Chinese could never make headway in there with their cars. The Geely's, the Cherries, the BYD's struggling around the fringes. With the SUVs, it's like the Chinese are coming in the side door, they're accepted, and it may mean a tipping point in terms of brand perceptions by China. It may be the beginning of Chinese people actually going, I love to own a Chinese brand and I'm proud to do so. And if that's true, beware foreign automakers because it, it, the Chi Chinese will get tougher and tougher as Time goes on. What is it about SUVs that Chinese consumers are just fine with buying a local brand? Price. Well, price? Price. The, the, the international automakers have enjoyed for many, many years uh, better pricing in the SUVs category than they do in the passenger car category. So they took that attitude to China, which left a very big price segment at the entry level for the Chinese to step into, which gives them better margins than the passenger And car. a lot of these, where they're growing with these types of vehicles are where the Chinese automakers know the markets best. Maybe not Shanghai, Beijing, right, lower but tier through fourth and fifth yeah. tier cities in the mainland. There's a lot of great info about the Chinese auto market in that show, and you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can look for it on our YouTube channel. But that brings us to the end of today's show and our coverage for this week. Thanks for watching, and please join us back here again on Monday.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.